In the fourth Perik of Hilchis Beis Abchira, the Rambam writes, Evan There was a stone in the Kredish HaKadoshim, in the Mairav, in the west side of the Kredish HaKadoshim, on which the Orin was lying. When Shloyme built the Beis Amigdash, he knew it's going to eventually be destroyed. He made it a place where to hide the Orin deep down and hidden underground, crooked pathways. And Yeshiyahu HaMelech ordered that it should be hidden in the place that Shloyme HaMelech had built. As the Pasuk says, He said to those from Shevet Levi that teach Yisroel, those that are holy to Hashem, He told them, put the Oren HaKodesh in the house that Shloyme ben David, Melech Yisroel had made. You no longer are going to be carrying the Oren, now go serve Hashem. And along with this was also hidden the Matei Aaron, the Staff of Aaron, and some other things, and all of these things did not come back in the time of Bayashani. And the Urim Vitumim, as well in the time of the Bayashani, did not respond, did not answer Beruach HaKodesh. Now we know that the Rambam is a Sefer Halacha, so what does all of these details have anything to do with Halacha exactly? What happened with the Urim, how was it, and who hid it, etc., etc.? Furthermore, the Rebbe says, there's actually a machloikas in the Gemara regarding all of this. So why is the Rambam paskening like one way? And wh- how is this relevant practically in halacha? What, if, what actually originally happened with the Orin? So some of Farshim explained that this is coming to teach us why there is still Kedusha in the place of the Beis Amigdash and why there is still the Isur of going into the Beis Amigdash. That's because the Orin was placed and hidden in the place of the Kedusha Kedoshim. But, says the Rebbe, first of all, the Rambam himself says that the reason why there's still Kedusha there is because of the Shechina. The Shechina is never bottle. It's not because of the place of the Orin. And number two, according to this, the Rambam could have just said very briefly, the Orin was hidden in the place of the Kedush HaKadoshim. Why are all these other details relevant? The Rebbe says we also need to understand. What does it mean that when Shloim built the Beis HaMiglish and he knew that it's eventually going to be destroyed, he built it in a place where to hide the Orin? It almost sounds like Shloyman did this on his own because he knew the Beis HaMiglish was going to be destroyed. We know that everything the Beis HaMiglish was built the way Hashem ordered it to be built. So what's going on over here? And finally, says the Rebbe, why is the Rambam suddenly finishing off of this whole business with the Urim Vitumim that they didn't respond in Ruach HaKodesh in the time of the second Beis HaMiglish? Seemingly, this would be in the Halachas that deal with the Big Day Kohuna, which is totally not in Hilchas Beis HaBchira. In order to understand all of this, says the Rebbe, we're first going to have a look at where the Rambam actually placed this halacha. In Hilchus Beis Abchira, the Rambam starts off in the first chapter, that these are the things that are the main part of Binyan Habayis, we have a Kodesh, we have a Kodesh HaKadoshim, etc. Then the Rambam says, in the Beis HaMiklish we make various different kalim, and he enumerates those kalim. In Peter Gimel and Dalit, he explains all the kalim and where they're put. And finally, in Peter Dalit, he starts describing the structure of the Beis HaMiklish, the walls, the heichel, the gates, etc., this arichus regarding the Orin seemingly would have fit together with the Kalim and the Beis HaMikdash, not in the Perik that's describing the structure and the shape of the building of the Beis HaMikdash. This itself teaches us that according to the Rambam, the Orin is not just like one of the other Kalim that were discussed earlier, and it has a particular place, it's kept in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Rather, the Orin is a detail, an integral part of the Kodesh HaKadoshim itself. It's part of the structure of the Beis HaMikdash, so to speak. In other words, it's the Orin that's really making the Beis HaMikdash this house for Hashem. But if that's the case, if the Orin is not just another Kali, another detail, it's what's actually part of the structure and making the Beis HaMikdash what it is, if that's the case, we have a tremendous problem. In the time of the base, second Beis HaMikdash, when the Orin is not in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, seemingly you're missing not only a little detail or a big detail, but you're missing the most important part of the, of the structure of the Beis HaMikdash itself. 
In order to remove this question, this is why the Rambam is bringing this whole arichos about the Oroin of how it was hidden, what happened, etc. Because according to this, we'll understand that there's actually nothing missing in the Beis HaMikdash itself, in the structure of the Beis HaMikdash itself, in the most important parts of the Beis HaMikdash. How do we understand this? The Rambam is actually not coming to tell us just a technical thing where the Oroin is. The Rambam is coming to tell us a din in the Binyan Habayis, in the building of the Beis HaMikdash. The hiding of the Oroin wasn't just a matter of Bidi Evet, where there's no choice, we need to hide it, we need to find somewhere to put it. Rather, what the Rambam is telling us, that straight from the outset, from the beginning, when the Beis HaMikdash was, was built, it was set up in such a way that the Oroin is going to have two places. There is the revealed place of the Oroin in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. There's also a hidden place beneath the Kodesh HaKadoshim where it's going to be put, but it's from the outset decided and set that this is a place for the Oroin. That means it's not just another place where there's no other choice, we need to protect the Oroin, so we're now going to put it somewhere. But it's a halacha within the building of the structure of the Beis HaMikdash. That is that just like the Beis HaMikdash needs to have a revealed place where it is on a regular basis, there also needs to be a place where to hide the Oroin within the Kodesh HaKadoshim. This itself will allow for the Nitzchis, for the eternity of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Since the Oroin, which is such an integral part of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, will always be Bishlemus in its place. Yes, it's in, it's in a hidden place, but it's still part of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. So now when the Rambam says that Shloim HaMelech knew that the Beis HaMikdash is going to be destroyed, it doesn't mean that because he knew it's going to be destroyed, he decided on his own to build a place. Rather, what we're saying is he was told to make this place. But he, it needed to be that Shloim HaMelech knew that it's going to be destroyed, meaning he has to know the reason what's this place being built for. He's building a place for the Oroin, and that's why he's going to sanctify this place right from the outset with the Kedusha of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, of the Oroin, etc. If he would have just built it without knowing what it's for, then it wouldn't have that same level of Kedusha. And in order to prove even more that the hiding of the Oroin is not just a bidiyevit after the fact, but lechatchila, it's part of the ordered way it had to be done, this is why the Rambam is elaborating on all of those details. First of all, that the Oroin was hidden by Yoshio. This is way before the Churban, in a time when the Yidin are still very powerful and strong. Furthermore, says the Rambam, when the Oroin was placed in this hiding place, it was, it, it, it was followed a similar pattern as the Oroin was placed in the Kodesh HaKadoshim in the time of Shloima. First of all, as the Rambam says, Yeshio HaMelech ordered that it should be put in there. Like Shloima HaMelech is the one that has the Oroin placed in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Furthermore, the Pasuk says, Yeshio says, Tenu, place the Oren HaKodesh in the house that Shloyma built, meaning it's not like, oh, let's remove it from where it is, let's save it from where it is and find the place for it. It's actually an active thing, let's put it into the house that Shloyma HaMelech built. And finally, the Pasuk includes that Shloyma HaMelech, Yeshio was telling these people from Shevet Levi, which as the Rebbe explains actually to Koyanim, go serve Hashem, in the base Hamikdash, in other words, there's nothing going to be lacking now in the structure of the base Hamikdash because we still have the Oroin in its place, in its second place, and that's why the base Hamikdash is still fully with its regular kedusha. You can go do your avoid. Says the Rebbe. Now we can also understand why the Rambam brings about the Urim v'Tumim. The Rambam is not just coming to show us another thing that we didn't have in the same way in the second base Hamikdash. The Rambam is coming to give us an example for this idea of the Oroin that although in a revealed way it seems like something is missing, and really it's still Bishlamus, it's still perfect in its place, like the Urim v'Tumim. That even though in a revealed way they're not answering right now, 
They're not responding. They're not giving us the answers. They're not showing the Ruach HaKadosh in an open way. But according to the Rambam, the Urim Vitumim are still there. B'Shleimus. They're part of the Shmoyne B'Gadim that make up the B'Gadim that the Kayin Gadol wears. And there's nothing really missing, even though, again, B'Galui, they're not responding. Says that according to all of this, we have an amazing Chidush, not only regarding the tremendous Kedusha that we still have fully in the time of the second base Hamikdash, that we still have the Kedush HaKadoshim and the Aroin, but it actually reflects something about the first base Hamikdash, that even though Bechitzayin Yisra was destroyed, but Bepinimiyist, it actually is everlasting, because even within the first base Hamikdash, there's something, the Aroin is hidden in a place that was from the outset built as part of the base Hamikdash, where it is up until today, and therefore the Kedush HaKadoshim itself in a certain sense is still there always. Not only, as we said before, that the Kedusha of the general place in the Beis HaMikdash, because of the Shechina, the Shechina is always there, so the Kedusha is always there, but the building itself, in a certain sense, is still everlasting, that place in the Kedusha HaKadoshim that was built Lechatchila. Says the Rebbe, according to this, we have a whole new, deeper understanding of the connection between the three Bate Mikdash. They're not just three Bate Mikdash that have some sort of connection to each other. But rather, within the first Beis HaMikdash itself, we have something eternal and everlasting that's going to continue into the second Beis HaMikdash and then into the third Beis HaMikdash. In other words, it's this essence, the Kodesh HaKadoshim, that's going to last forever, similar to what we say by Tchiyas HaMesim, that there's that Etzim Luz, that Luz bone, from which the goof is rebuilt, so it really is, in a sense, the same goof that's just continuing. And this is the idea that Shloim HaMelech built in, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in, the, in a place, the very essence of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, is a place that, where the Orin is, is never going to be destroyed, and from it continues the second and the third Beis HaMikdosh. The Rebbe says another amazing thing we have over here in regarding to the general idea of Churban and Golos. The Rebbe says the Beis HaMikdosh on its own would have never been able to be destroyed if Shloima HaMelech doesn't leave room, so to speak, in the Beis HaMikdosh that it should be able to be destroyed. In other words, the actual fact that the Beis HaMikdosh could be destroyed is only because Yidin and Shloima HaMelech is leaving room and saying it's going to be destroyed and that's why we have to build this place. Just like Yidin in general, no one can have power over a Yid unless the Yid himself gives him power. And that's what the Ramam is saying, that when Shloyman Melech built the Beisam Mikdosh, he knew that it's going to be destroyed, and that's why he's building a place where the Orin is going to be. But that itself that he's building, it is allowing for the Beisam Mikdosh to be destroyed. But on the other hand, why would he do such a thing? In other words, the actual fact that Shloyman Melech is allowing for it to be destroyed, as part of the whole Simcha that he's building a Beisam Mikdosh, and yet he's building a place for the destruction, is because within the Churban itself we understand it's not Chaz V'Shalom for the sake of destruction and for the sake of Golis, etc. We know the concept of Yerida Tzorach Ali, it's only to be able to come to greater heights and to greater in Yonim. Shloim HaMelech knows that at the end of the day, the Beis HaMikdash that he's building is man-made. And the real eternity is something that Hashem himself makes. So Shloim HaMelech himself, the way he's building the Beis HaMikdash is in a way... On the one hand, yes, allowing for it to be destroyed, but it's only in order to come to something even greater when we're going to have the building that Hashem Himself builds, that of course is an everlasting and can never be destroyed. And finally, the Rebbe says, based on all this, we can also understand the Lashoinis that the Ramam says, where the Orin was hidden in these deep, hidden, crooked places, that it really also represents this Aliyah that comes. As a result of the Yerida, which of course the way we get the real Aliyah is by doing tshuva for that which happened by, for the Churban. And that's where we get the third base Amigdash, because what these Lashonis are hinting to, these deep, hidden, crooked places, is that we know that there's the way Hashem creates a person, that he should go in the straight path. 
Sometimes a person starts going off the straight path, but that's only in order to be able to come to such deep and hidden and crooked places, so to speak, places that are way beyond the normal realm in the deepest levels of Elikus as a result of our tshuva, and that will, of course, bring uh, become more revealed or ultimately completely revealed in the third Beis Hamikdash, the everlasting Beis Hamikdash, which will be rebuilt through Moshiach Tzedkei, who take it from Yad Mamash.